Hello, Dave. Nice cursor work. Cursor work? Yeah, I saw you cursor ring on the... Ah. Turning the it's clever. I've never watched you do the volume thing before. I thought I just did it automatically. No, God, no. no. Everything is done by man. Manual and or, live. Or woman. Or woman. Man. Manual. Manual, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. It, it should be... Manuel. Woman-ual as well. It could be. Person-ual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They-ual. Is this automatic or person-ual? <laughs> Hey Dave. That'll be the next thing, won't it? Yes. It's a Halloween episode. <laughs> Is it? Uh, That's good. We're Halloween. Hallo- I can't hear am I? Halloween. Muhahaha. I'm not getting it. No, it's, it's good. Yeah. Muhahaha. You can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh. No, it will come out properly. Welcome in. to the Halloween special. Um, yeah, I can't. You That's can hear spooky, it. That's spooky, that is. Yeah. They'll hear it. They, they? They'll hear it. Yeah, they'll oh, hear okay. it. It'll come yeah. out and I'll add it in. Yeah, so. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, How yeah. are you then? Good. Good. Yeah. T- turn it off for me now as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I've, I've already done it. You turn it off. Mm, I will, yeah. uh, well, I be- will have done when I've edited it, you see. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not around for that usually. Yeah. No. How are you? Spooky. <laughs> yes, diggy. I can hear it on yours again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, mean, it's just a special microphone. Only with me does it come through live, you ah, see. Ah, so I'll listen so, back. Yeah, you listen back. Right. And it, yeah. Not for yeah. the whole episode, though. That's well, too much. Do you normally do that? No. <laughs> What, listen back to the whole episode? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, don't have the effect on for the whole episode. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's, like I said, it's already off. Good. So, am I normal now? Back yeah, to normal. oh, yeah, you have been the whole time. I mean, yes, it's, it's Good. normal now, yeah. Um, how are you? <laughs> that was uh, what I was trying to get out. Uh, normal. Yeah. Not normal, though, because you you don't feel a bit spooky that it's close to Halloween? Well, a little bit. I, I must admit... Um, I usually don't get into the Halloween spirit that much. Right. Can I just check? Halloween is the 31st of October, isn't it? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm. We're a bit early. Yeah. We're a bit early to the yep. thing because this will be the one that closest to Halloween for us. Yeah. But I have noticed there's a lot of Halloween stuff going on on the TV. Like all the soaps are doing Halloween. Why, why is everyone doing it early? Why is everyone doing it? Well, I know you're don't you the don't Americanization like it. of the yeah, world. You don't you believe <laughs> you believe it to be the devil's work, I know that. Yes, because I'm I'm devoutly So what will you do if you get trick or treaters at your door? Uh, I would play along. It's, you will. Yeah, you won't it's kids, say isn't you it? won't tell them to go away. Unless it's not kids. Like teenagers. Yeah, well, well yeah, but or then, adults. Then you'll just get egged. Um yes. Don't yes. You? I mean it's difficult in a flat to egg a flat, actually. Well, they uh, could come. Well, you can unless got, it's from point blank range. I got to your front. Then they've door. got me and my cats to deal with. Yeah. So, but to be fair, you will definitely have more eggs than them. So you could out egg them. It's true. Because yeah. you like your eggs. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> you could definitely. If you, if you said, right, let's have an egg off. <laughs> I've I've got about twenty four eggs exactly. in the flat. I know you so, always have a good supply. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the apocalypse <laughs> you, is on its way. So, <laughs> got to have your fresh eggs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm we're, I'm always keen to dish out the treats. Yeah. Um, because when you, now, if you do say to a kid, "All right, trick," mm-hmm. they do, they haven't really got anything. Ready. No, I, I'd say back back in my day, you know, yeah, it was, what would you uh, do? It was it was pretty fair game. We did some bad stuff. I I mean I was a bit of a sad act, and um, yeah. one year I went out and I wanted to be have something ready. So when someone said trick, I had practiced some magic tricks. Oh, <laughs> did you pull something magically out of their ear? No, I don't remember what I did. If it was card or, or those... did you did you do the optical illusion of making your your finger pull off? Excuse you me, know, pull off your finger. You pull, yeah, oh pull yeah, them off. I, that's a good. I can do that. You pull one. them off. Yeah, I'm very good at that one. Yeah. But I was I was into I was in. I had Paul Daniel's magic. Sets I knew it. I knew you were a little Christmas. magic kid. Yeah. So <laughs> the rings that you bang together and all all that gear. Yeah. yeah. How would you do that one then? Yeah, just bang them together. They're just like plastic, really. It's yeah, not even right, metal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that so that was quite sad. A lot of the other, the other kids were laughing, but. <laughs> With you, I got more sweets. Well, Um, but then they, then they, they mugged me for them. So I see. So that that ingrained in you the 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 attitude that you got to work for your lunch. (laughs) You got to work for your for your food. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But no, I'll give no such thing as a free lunch day. I'll give out the the the, the embarrassing thing is when you run out and then you get more knocking at the door Mm. and you go, I've run out. Sorry, and then Mm. you have to give them an apple or something. (laughs) No kid wants an apple. And also, you know. I don't want to be giving away my apples. You wouldn't give away your eggs, would you? Uh, no. I'd only use them as a defensive weapon. I wouldn't want to give them away no. as, as a food item. No. Yeah. So happy Halloween, anyway. Happy Halloween day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't asked you how you... Did I? 
No. What did you have for dinner? Okay. Okay. That's fine. I had a um, <laughs> I had a chamula spiced chicken with couscous. Did now, you? don't look at me like that. Did you? Dave? Don't look. I know I'm oh. coming, I'm creeping up to your middle class levels. Oh, <laughs> I see. No, it's a, one of these food su- subscription. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just uh, bung near the pan, bing bang boo, jigga jigga oink. There's your dinner. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've cancelled it now. <laughs> it was great, but I fucked it off. Yeah, it's a novelty yeah. thing. I said that to you. It's, yeah. it's, it's good for a few weeks, and then it's like, ah, back to normal, boring food for me. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> yeah, Boring food like what I had, risotto. It's a good choice. It's, you... a, it's a good just sort of get rid of the stuff in the frid, fridge meal. You can throw anything in a risotto. Oh, mate. What did had... you put in it? Eggs? Chicken. <laughs> Shell on. Yeah. Uh, butternut squash, chicken, peas. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I like a leek, not a leek. Yeah, Chops yeah. It, chop it up first. Yeah. yeah. Have a leak when you need it. Yeah, it's a good result. It's a good one. It's a good staple. Result. That was one of the first things I ever learned to cook when I lived on my own. Not on my own with a with my partner, my mm. my now wife. Still a partner, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, she's and still together, as well. Uh, For now, happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Halloween news with uh, me. Uh, 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 Nosferatu <laughs> and me, a ghost. <laughs> Always plan. Dog casually throws up sex toy in middle of vets, oh. leaving them in hysterics. Ooh. Ooh. A man opens bag of crisps to discover just one big potato. Gutsy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't you? I wouldn't be that disappointed, no, yeah. actually. Uh, woman announces pregnancy by putting test in partner's McDonald's ice cream. Oh, well, I mean, congratulations, but get it out. <laughs> no babies named Nigel in England and Wales last year. Massive story, that. <laughs> Not one. Steve-O inserts his own hot sauce into his anus with help from fiancé. Oh, that's. I think we've had that one. That's, we? a, that's a recurring story. Has he done it again? He's done it again. Jesus. Must have done. Man lived with phone in his stomach for half a year. Half a year? Yeah, that's six months to, if you, in case you're wondering. Now, as far as I'm aware, most uh, news providers are, you know, always looking for ways to decrease the amount of letters that they use. Yeah. Half a year? Half a year. That's three words to to say six months. Six months. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, you wouldn't say, oh, I went travelling around Europe. How long did you go for? Half a year. No, it's an awkward way to say six months. You go, I don't want to hear about you travelling now. Why, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> but that's, let's get to the bottom of that first and then tell me about your trip. Mm. Your Kanicki kayaking trip. Kanicki. Oh, that's what Kentucky they do, hiking trip. Kentucky hiking, yeah, yeah. that's a thing, isn't it? A yeah. coach load of, uh, you would say, people. Uh, <laughs> they are often referred to as yeah. as people. Yeah, yeah. Do you... I know someone that did it. Said it was wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dave, before I do my news story, yes, I'm going to put out a uh, what's the word? Like a bulletin, a proviso. Uh, all right. A preliminary statement. Okay. Right, to cover my ass. Oh, I'm worried now. In apologies, with apologies, yeah, to the people, the good people of the northeast. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. For for my my paltry attempt at uh, at their incredible accent, and I'm obviously bunching them all together, which is going to offend them as well. You're going you know? ahead and doing it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd say it's the hard, hardest accent to do. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of of all yeah. the the, the wonderful accents it of is the hard. UK. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the thing that we do, isn't it? It's the thing that we do week it's on week. Do, as long as you do all the accents, we do the you news. can't be offended. You can't offend anyone. That's right. We do the news and we we try and do the accent of the person. Just to bring it alive. Just bring it alive. Yeah. So this is from the Metro. Right. Yeah. And the headline is, Parrot can't stop telling owner to fuck off in Northern Accent. <laughs> this, this is one of my headlines, I think, from last week of the week before. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's two now you've stolen. So no, you, uh, no. That's fine. I didn't, I didn't uh, elaborate. So. Yeah, it was from the end of September, this story. But yeah, uh, yeah. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd saw it and I thought I'd look into it. So a Northern Parrot. Northern parrots, in terms of I mean, parrot terms? Or? It's, it's an African grey, so it's not a Northern. But it's, it's, it's a parrot that was... I don't know, taken to the north or reared in the oh, north. Oh, okay, right. Can you enough. really say it's a northern parrot? 
A Northern Parrot is winning a legion of fans who can't get enough of his foul-mouthed tirades. So his name is Scooby. Scooby. Scooby, the like lippy the African grey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, he, he loves nothing better than Scooby snacks, obviously. Yeah. And uh, telling his owner, Lorraine Gregory, to fuck off, like. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. He even does it when she gets home from her grueling shifts at a hospital in Middlesbrough. She's done a shift at hospital and he sh- and comes in and Fuck he- off, Lake! <laughs> That's charming, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, she's decided to put Scooby's antics to good use, cheering up all the frontline NHS workers during the pandemic. Okay. Good so for her. To getting them good all, for her. Telling them all to fuck off, Lake. Yeah. It would make you laugh, too. Uh, she said, this is, this is uh, uh, okay. Lorraine Gregory, right? She Lurian. said... He's like a human. As soon as I put me coat on to go out, like, he says, bye, Lorraine. <laughs> wow, that's taken over your whole body. Do you want to explain how, what I look <laughs> you like? You look like a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a fucking do you, like. You look back and forth in <laughs> the neck. Yeah. He came to us yeah. six months ago after his previous on a date, like. Yeah. At first I'd only say, like, hello, man, and <laughs> cough as though he had a chest infection, like. Yeah. Is that going to be That's Yorkshire? good. No, no. Is yeah, that right? You're right on point there, uh, yeah. He spends a lot of time with me mum because I work long hours and now I come home to Scooby wearing swearing leak and chatting what away to arm- a man. What are your arms doing? <laughs> yeah, it look like... I don't even want to say. Uh, for some reason, what he fucking you- just knows how to respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> if she does that when she speaks... <laughs> In real life, that is awful. Oh, I'm really pleased that you like my impression. I don't like not just the impression; it's oh. the whole bodily, bod- bodily movement with it. Yeah, mm. I'm tired Are already. You right? you I'm wanna, have a sit nappy. down. You are sitting down. Fuck job. off, <laughs> Lake. He's full mouth, but he's just also really intelligent. He's an amazing boy, and we love him very much, despite the fact that he tells us to fuck off so often. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I it. almost forgot. <laughs> There's a lot of more. Uh, apparently, uh, she has filmed Scooby uh, shouting, "Let me fucking out!" <laughs> Which adds a sad tinge to the story. Yeah, so he's in, in a, a cage. Way. He's yeah. in a cage. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. A, I suppose. I'm not sure about the cage bird in your home. Type. It's a bit. It's I'm an not odd a one. fan it, of it. it. Is it? A, is it as common as it used to be? It seems like it's an old, quite an old-fashioned pet to have. Uh, I, that's the impression I get. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really a fan of it. There's something. They, 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 they think of the miles that they travel yeah. in the wild. Um, you know, well, the, I, I mean, no, all... I don't don't refer to the northeast as wild. I think that's a bit harsh. <laughs> in the barren north, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't know if 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 parrots. Um, there's lots of different types of them. If they migrate or anything, but birds go such a long distance, and they all of their chemistry is built to like navigate with mag- the magnetic field and all these incredible things. You can't keep a bird like that in a cage, yeah. or any bird in a cage. Yeah. And also, um, I was thinking more the noise is annoying, isn't it? Well, you know, and particularly with uh, Scooby, there's another yeah, but- another quote of him here. Apparently, yeah. he, some, he often looks at the floor of his cage and complains, look at the fucking mess! What is his mess? <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I yeah. just, it's not, I don't know, it's not for me. The, I had an aunt once... Who hoovered up a budgie? Hoovered? Who hoovered a budgie up. I yeah. don't know what that means. Well, she is that like some sort of phrase that means something else? No, no. She got had is a it euphemism. She had a budgie. She was hoovering, oh, and no, then hoovered up the budgie last and night. Then, uh, hoovered it right up. I don't know what that would mean. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like drug taking, maybe. It, well, yeah. Um, but no, she actually hoovered up the budgie, um, and it came out as fine. Well, not fine. I still don't I mean, understand. A little, a little bit shaken. How could you... It's a bird. How could well, it was not? on the floor, you know, tottering around, and she would just go, oh, <laughs> and it's just gone, you know. But it came out okay, apparently. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just deaf and blind, but it was yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm sure it was a bit... Yeah. I mean, it had been in a, in a, in a vacuum, literally a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good God. Good God, man! <laughs> is, it, is, that, is that enough? Is that all from Scooby? It's, it's done, yeah. Scooby's... Yeah. Fuck off, Lake! Oh, I've got a... Um, I've got a story for you, and also again, I don't know if I mentioned, but uh, this, like in past weeks, I had um, I had my top researcher on the case. You did. I didn't actually find this myself. Okay. Yeah, my wife. So she's now uh, on the payroll. If that's okay. Oh yeah. I mean the. Mm, I'm not. So when we embezzle that money to uh, go for a curry, yeah, she'll have to come as she'll well. She'll come. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, it's, it's from she the. She can have a naan bread. It's from the Daily Mail. Garlic, she likes. Yeah. 
Uh, it's from the Daily Mail. Um, and the headline is, Man splattered with poo after plane <laughs> drops its load on his garden. <laughs> oh, God. It's oh, horrible, God. isn't it? So this is something I often think about when, when I'm on the plane. And you yeah. know, you need to... I've only, I've only, I've managed to get this far in life, only having to do a number two on a plane, I think, once. Right. Was it? It must have been a long flight. Awful. Yeah, because I've, I've done a fair few long hauls, and I right. always try my best not to. Yeah. It's just, um, it's an incl- and also you know, there's someone outside waiting, <laughs> so there's a, there's always immediately someone in straight in after you. Yeah. And you don't want that, do you? And you're just surrounded. There's, there's people, so many people within a few meters square yeah. of you. No. They know what you've been doing in there. <laughs> you, they're looking at you going. Filthy, yeah, filthy bugger. Busted. But it's all natural. We all do it. Yeah. A seriously unlucky man found himself covered w- with poo after a plane dumped its waste all over his garden. A council meeting has heard. God. Following his ordeal, the victim from Windsor got in touch with his local councillor to complain about the incident, sharing the dreadful story at last week's Royal Borough of Windsor and Maidenhead <laughs> Aviation Forum. <laughs> That's the most specific place ever. How do you get tickets for that? Um, <laughs> Tickets. Yeah, I want to go to that. A forum. You? Is it an online forum or like literally people in a room talking about the aviation in Windsor and Maidenhead? Yes, I think I would prefer that. Yes, in person. You're <laughs> yeah. going to get the characters there, aren't you? Councillor Karen Davies said the whole garden was covered. The Lib Dem councillor added, I know a number of incidents happen every year with frozen sewage from planes. Jesus. But this wasn't frozen, and his whole garden was splattered in a very unpleasant way. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Planes mm. just invariably jettison their human waste yes. without considering where they are. Yes. Usually they would do it uh, at, from a high uh, altitude, and it would immediately freeze. So and would, then just it would, it would plumb come it down. to Earth like an asteroid. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But just ran over land. I think they try and do it overseas if you can. I don't know what. But the... surely it's someone hovering their finger over a button. They can just do it over the sea. I don't know who's in. Ch- Would the navigator be in charge of the poo button or the pilot? <laughs> There's a brown flashing button. Like the oh. poo, Captain. The poo levels are hitting yeah. critical. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're about to press the poop button. Please look out your windows <laughs> and say goodbye to your shit. Uh. Welcome to Alicante. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's some more shit. He was out in the garden at the time, so a really horrible, horrible experience. Hopefully it never happens again to any of our residents. So plain toilets normally store sewage, store sewage sorry, in special tanks and contents are usually disposed of after landing. So that's what you that usually have. Yeah. Yeah. But as the incident was in mid-July, Councillor John Bowden, he was there at the forum, <laughs> suggested the warm weather meant the poo could have come out as a more fluidy item. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said the chances of someone being hit with excrement from a plane is one in a billion. I mean, there's no there's no calculation for that. Well, he's that's a councillor, no, so he's, done, yeah, the, he's the, done the math. Not a mathematician, that's well, bullshit. A, a billion. Could, why could, he could be a mathematician, and as well as a councillor. It's unlikely. The two are not mutually exclusive, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> no. I'd say the likelihood of him being both is probably around a billion. Well, how do, where's the science behind that? Well, you know. <laughs> Boyne Hill resident Andrew Hill. So Andrew Hill lives in Boyne Hill. Yes. Oh, he's, he's, he sounds like one of these. Does he? Yeah. Give him a voice. Come Pointed on. out that water companies are fined millions for dumping sewage into rivers. He added, when an aircraft dispatches its, um, <laughs> its, its load onto people's heads, I think that's more heinous, quite frankly. More heinous. More heinous. Heinous. It is slightly more heinous, isn't it? More heinous than uh, industrial dumps of shit into rivers. Yeah. I don't think it is. Do you not? No. You'd prefer it on your face than in the river? No, I would prefer it that one in a billion humans gets poo, human poo on them, than a load of unsuspecting animals in a river and little creatures get human poo on them when they have no say in the matter. Well, they have no say because they can't say. (laughs) So... Those who uh, sh- have you naysayers. Haven't you been to the they're, forum? They're naysayers, <laughs> the fish and other wildlife. Yeah. But Councillor Davies said the resident had decided to take it on the chin. No. Oh. Uh, rather than make an insurance claim, uh, insurance claim for the sake of a couple of garden umbrellas and up his premium. And some compost. Not just his few garden umbrellas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he had shit on him. All over his garden. All and over on his him. If I got a load of, like, multiple, multiple people shit on me. Not only would I be very distressed by the incident. Yeah, but this is the worst party I've wor- ever been to. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be worried for my health. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you don't know what's 
been in them and come out. Or come out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't like it. Mm. And also, the cost of clearing that up. Yeah. There's a claim there straight away. You go, all right, I'm not going to sue, but you can pay for it to be cleaned up. He might be one of these Chelsea Flower Show garden enthusiasts. You know, yeah. might have a fancy, expensive garden. And it's just covered in shit mm. and piss. <laughs> and who knows else what? Who knows else what? Else what? I don't know. Who's what else? else what? Who else goes down the toilet on a plane? What? What else goes down a toilet <laughs> on a plane? Uh, probably the occasional cigarette butt. Some Ooh. cocaine. <gasps> uh, what? Sinister. Uh, I don't know. Vomit. Condom. Yeah, could be. People do that in toilets, don't they? The old mile high. Oh, I don't know. People do all sorts on a plane. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> yeah, Simon old Jackson on a plane. So, Dave, I hear you have some horror stories for us from Halloween. Yes, I have some spooky... I can't hear... You can hear it. Yeah, you know. Spooky horror yeah. football stories. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Ooh, okay. Yeah, nice one. Um, so, these are just some, some horrible stories from football. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is a bulletproof shot stopper. A bulletproof shot stopper. Yes. In 2013, 51-year-old Dusko Kodlaktika <laughs> started a match in an over-50s football tournament, but around an hour in, he began to suffer a stiff neck, achy arm, and slurred speech. Oh, what could it be? Right. Stroke, seizure, drunk? Hmm. He thought <laughs> the symptoms were most likely from slight concussion. After all, he had collided with the post earlier in the day. Right. With his symptoms persisting, he went to hospital where it was found that he had a 9mm bullet lodged in his cranium after falling victim to a freakish gunshot during the opening few minutes of the game. A freakish gunshot? <laughs> a freakish gunshot. Just someone in the crowd going, whoops, oh shit. Oh, I sh- oh no, I'll just keep quiet. Um, so he made it for recovery. Yeah, a lo- apparently a local who was attending a wedding in the region where a round of celebratory bullets had been fired into the air. No way. Um, well, landed he- in his cranium. He didn't feel... Suddenly a big jolt on his head. You would feel it. Yeah. Unless it happened at exactly the same time he hit his head on the post. (laughs) And the chances of that are... Probably one in a billion. Probably one in a billion. Yeah. yeah. And and, and then all this shit fell on him. (laughs) (laughs) He was just having to kick around in the garden with his mates. Yeah. What? Yeah. Isn't that mad? But he was okay. Wow. Well, not okay. I mean, he'd been shot. But, uh, uh, I just can't. Obviously, so you know, in if you were shot by someone who you could see, not like sniped or something, mm. it's very different. You'd hear a big sound, and you, there's a, there's a causal relationship between you seeing someone shoot you and you being shot. Yeah. But if a bullet just came out of the sky and knocked you in the head, it might just feel like you've been punched. But if it was shot into the air and it just came down and landed on him, would it lodge itself in your cranium? Well, I. Uh, it would knock you it, out. It wouldn't be going as fast as if when it would, uh, the no. muzzle velocity. It'd, or be a... It'd be going at its own terminal velocity, right? Yeah. So it, its own weight. And they're not very heavy if it's a small bullet. So I guess it wouldn't be going that fast, but fast enough to fucking pierce your skull? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Ow? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's That, that happened anyway. Well, about... next time I feel dizzy, I'll just check my brain yeah, yeah, you, for holes. Ne- next time you're feeling a bit, your slurred speech, you go, oh, maybe I've been shot. Yeah. 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 Um, what about this one? Referee gets taste of his own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Referee Andy Wayne is a man... <laughs> Oh, that's, that's Andy funny. Wayne. Just his name. Yeah. Is a man who stuck to the letter of the football law, so much so that when he lost his temper mid-match, he sent himself off. No. No, no, no. <laughs> after awarding a goal what? after awarding a goal to Royal Mail in a Sunday league match, the opposition goalkeeper, Richard McGaffin, <laughs> this is <laughs> no, protested the decision by running up to the referee and telling Wayne, "It's always the bloody same with you, ref. We never get anything." He said it more not so calmly, I think. Yeah, yeah. "It's always the bloody same with you, ref. We never get anything." More like that. Yeah, I reckon. Wayne reacted angrily by throwing his cards and whistle down before untucking his shirt and engaging uh, in a stare down with the goalkeeper. Oh, I'm gonna. What did oh, you? I'm gonna. I'm tucking my shirt when I'm oh, done. Oh shit, shit, shit! He's untucking his shirt. He's untucking his shirt. Back off, back off. <laughs> what? Why is he untucking his shirt? Then, in stunning fashion, the 39-year-old sent himself off. Without an official, the game had to be abandoned. Just six to three minutes in. So did he yellow and then red card himself? Straight or red, did he? Straight red. Straight red. He's like, look at me, look at the state of me. Shirts untucked, cards on the floor. I'm off. So did he turn his hand back round and show the card face onto himself, or did he just sort of card in the air facing no one and then just walk away? 
I think you'd have to play both parts. You'd card in the air and then run around the other side and go, and oh, go, what? no, no, please, no. And no, like, I never did anything there. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know why you'd make yourself foreign. But, yeah. <laughs> um, what about this name? Andres Escobar. Uh, well, reminiscent of Andres Iniesta and of Pablo Escobar, the famous drug kingpin. Yes. Uh, this is a footballer with the same name. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, the most shocking case of football fan losing any sense of perspective came in the case of this Colombian international. Okay. Escobar's national side was expected to put in a good show at the 94 World Cup and host nation USA were not believed to be a great threat to the South Americans in their Group A clash. However, <laughs> Colombia went down 2-1 after Escobar deflected across into his own net and the side failed to get out of the group's dangers. <laughs> Escobar returned home to Colombia after the tournament and while sitting in a car outside a nightclub, he was approached by a group of four people. An argument broke out and members of the group produced handguns. No. One, one fired 12 shots into the footballer, shouting goal after discharging each round. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That is Halloweeny, that one. That is horrible. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Goal! Goal! I'll show you how to do it. Goal! Goal! Yeah, yeah. We... Goal! Mm-hmm. And so on. Yeah. I think you got through about nine there. Yeah. Not shouldn't make I mean a man died for doing his job well not doing his job actually because he mm. scored an own goal but that's not an excuse for murder that reminds me of the story of uh, Uday Hussein who is uh, one Saddam of Saddam Hussein's son, son yeah and the particularly mental one I think yeah who um, supposedly tortured the Iraqi national football team when they didn't do very well at the mm, mm. 2002 World Cup I think I don't think that's going to get them playing well. I always say encourage, don't discourage. Mm. Uh, but, you know, each their own. Hussein can do what he likes. <laughs> Uday. Hussein. Uday, yeah. yeah. One day. Anyway, those are your um, football horror stories. Very horror. Yeah, they, that's, I can hear it on yours. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll good. come through. We'll come okay, through. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, we'll sort it out. Yeah. Cool. Don't cool, worry about cool. it. Yeah, it's fine. Over to you. Uh, well, I, I think it's a good time to find out... Where are they now? Find out where are they to now? Find that out. Let's find out. Where, where Let, let's find that out. Yeah, we can we can find out whereabouts roughly or somewhat accurately they are. What about first? Uh, now who? Who? Who they are? Who? Well, who, find out who they are before we find out where. We they are. We could find out who they are. Yeah. Um, would you like to? I would like to find it's out. It's Barcelona star Gerard. Piquet. Oh yeah, I know. I know about him. You know about him? Yeah. I'm aware of Piquet. Do you know he's got a, an expanding business empire? Um, no, wasn't fully aware of that. I would say not fully aware. He's uh, sort of developed a portfolio of a number of uh, different businesses in the sport world. Good for him. Some of them in broadcasting. Good for him. I think. How did he get the the, back, the investment for those? Then I wonder. It's, it's hard starting a business. A little bit of bonds. Yeah. A little bit of bonds. Okay. Yeah. So the 34 year old centre half uh, has been regularly touted as well as a future president for the Camp Nou because he's so devoted and he is a president Catalan of, the f- of, of of Barcelona. The the club or the the club right not of the state of Catalonia no okay I was going to say that's, <laughs> that's a different controversial job. that's a different job uh, he's already expanded his empire well beyond the soccer pitch mm, football pitch with fantasy games and transformation and the transformation of the Davis Cup in tennis forming part of his ambitious business portfolio so he's been part of modernising it I oh, okay. think or something oh, stick to stick to your own sport mate mm. interfering but Dave yes he's got himself into something entertainment-wise that's slightly baffling a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, PK, along with Twitch and YouTube celebrity Ebay Lilanos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's now become involved in a competitive version of the Balloon World Cup. The, sorry? The, like, keepy-uppy Balloon World Cup. Oh, I thought, like, hot air balloons. Keeping up the balloon. Yeah. That's easy, the, the isn't balloon, it? It's called the balloon I mean, World the Cup, record yeah. for that must be pretty high. It, they, they move slowly. They descend slowly. Yeah. Right? So as kids, the presence of a balloon in any given situation would inevitably lead to a bout of trying to stop it from hitting the floor. Yes, it's a good game. It's a good game. And that is basically the concept behind the Balloon World Cup, Dave. And is it carried out in people's living rooms like uh, normal? It is. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up, actually. It's carried out in spaces. You can see a screenshot here. On this, carried out in spaces where there are lots of objects around, like a table 
table, as a car, a, car? a vending machine, a games machine, a sofa, uh, like a dinner table. It's not a your desk. average living room. It's not really. So it's a collection of random house things. Just obstacles, I guess. Yeah, and competitors have to keep the balloon afloat at all times while knocking it into positions that make it impossible for their rivals to pretend pr- to prevent it from floating down to earth. So there's more than one of you in there. Yes. Trying yes. to get the, with the same balloons. Correct. The inclusion of household objects in the competitive ballooning arena comes as no surprise with millions across the globe playing in a similar game in their own living rooms. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I said. That's what I said. Uh, the tournament was held for the first time on Thursday in Tarragona, Spain. It's got a trophy. Yeah, What's going on? Yeah. That's... And the trophy looks like a football, actually, but it's a balloon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a World Cup. PK, among the interested spectators, Francesco de la Cruz from Peru emerged victorious to become the sport's first world champion, Dave. It's not a team sport. I don't know. So it's, a, it's, I don't, it's not a thing, is it? Don't, mm. You can't be proud of that. Well, you can if you beat Jan Spiech of Germany 6-2 in the final. Oh, I'd be pretty proud of that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it back. The tournament, Dave, was inspired by a series of videos that went viral on social media during the corona-enforced lockdowns of 2020. Yeah, right. It was. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Arredondo family from Oregon, United States, acquired a cult following with their balloon antics as siblings Antonio, Diego, and Isabel took center stage. Right. So it came from like internet memes, basically, and it's turned into a fucking World Cup financed and sponsored by Gerard Piquet yeah, but Barcelona. How big is it? How big is it? It's got Gerard Piquet Barcelona involved. Mm, and so. you know he's you know who his wife is, don't you? Uh, uh, she's out tonight. Shakira. And the tips, the chips don't lie. So maybe uh, she does the right. official World Cup Shakira, song. Shakira, Shakira! It's not that deep, her voice. But maybe she, she did do a World Cup song for South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. I think. Did she? So she's got experience. Well, I mean, he doesn't need to go far, does he? So, uh, no, you wouldn't go far. You're married to Shakira. Uh, would, would, would you? No, you would you be in the same house? Next door, same room. Well, uh, these days, these days, I suppose you do, don't you? They probably got lots of rooms. Probably got lots of rooms. Many, uh, certainly enough for one each. Oh, one night a week, same room. See you there. What? What? Why didn't he one? What's the one night a week? Oh, good, good times. Intimate. That's right. Oh, love, love, bit of love. At least a couple of fingers. Okay. Oh, what are you talking about? (laughs) Don't turn the air blue. And that's where they are now. That's where they are. Now. I was just going to say rumpy bumpy. Oh. Keep it light. <laughs> Suddenly you're inserting things. I just said a couple of fingers. I, That's I true. Was... You could have been sticking them up saying, no, thanks, not interested. Fuck off, love. Yeah, not tonight. Yeah. There you go. And uh, there's me thinking you're shoving them up the person's backside. Oh. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, is something bad, someone been bad? Someone, someone been very bad. Oh. Someone, someone been so bad. Oh, I can't tell you how bad they've been. They've been a real bad boy. I hope you can tell me how bad they've been. I'll tell Mr. you how T. bad. What, what's worse than pretending you're dead? Pretending you're alive. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's that's better, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, that's well, amazing. Is it? I don't know. So you're dead, but yeah. you're pretending to be alive. Yeah, that's that's. How not would worse, you even do that? <laughs> I would say that's that's impossible. It's uh, impressive. Yeah. Pretending you're dead. What's worse than that? Yeah. Nothing. It's like something out of Halloween. It's a little isn't bit. It? Yeah. Well, that's what Hianic Camber did. Hianic. Hianic Camber. Hianic Camber. This is an yeah. ex Schalke footballer. Okay. So professional. All right. All right. Um, he, uh, he's now gone on trial, accused of pretending to be dead. So that his ex-wife could get a multi-million dollar insurance payout. I see. It's insurance fraud. Fraudulent. Got it. Fake fake fraudulent death (laughs) behaviour. That's what the judge said. (laughs) Yeah, but in a German accent. Yeah. Fake fraudulent. He got his leather glove. Can I do that? Mm. Yeah, it's a slangless slangless nine. And then... Very good. (laughs) Thank you. That's German. Sehr gut. Bitter. Yeah. Danke. Please, thank you. Carry on. Kaugummi. <laughs> Chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> Tree hook, curry cook. 
Samosa. Um, right. At the time, uh, sorry, in 2016, which was at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I started the sentence the wrong way around. Mm. Um, in 2016, during his time with lower league signed VFB Hulz, it was reported that Kamba had been tragically killed in a car crash in his home country of Congo. Right, right. Uh, at the time, tributes came flooding in for the football star with fans paying their respects and sending messages of support to the family. Now, this is a relatively easy to disprove thing, especially when he turns up to play for his team. I don't. How, did, how well, does no, anyone think they're going to get away? Four years with it? passed. Oh, my Christ. Yes. And then he turned up miraculously in Germany, alive and well. Right, with his brother's passport or something. Mm. So apparently his wife got a six... She, she put all the papers in. Yeah. Dead. Got a six-figure life up. insurance payment. Okay. Um, and then he just turned up. Which for a, for a pro footballer isn't huge, is it? Well, he was. he's an ex-footballer turned chemical technician. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he could... If he, found, if, he, if he is found guilty, if... And I say if... You, you because are. Innocent until proven guilty, yeah. although in this case, was dead, now alive. Oh, you do that. Mm, you do that. Uh, ten years in um, imprisonment. Right, okay. Ten years imprisonment in prison. Yes. Not imprisonment in a... a no, the prison is called Munt. Munt. Yeah. In ten years imprisonment, <laughs> which is just up the road from... Munchen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Munt is hill in German. Oh, is it? Uh, so, so it's just up the Munt from Munchen. Yes, it's just, Munt is right on top of the Munt. Right. Um, it sounds like Mount, but that's why it's just a small hill. Mm. But 10 years for being dead, <laughs> for, va- for not, being, for not dead, being dead, but saying you're dead. Yeah. Uh, have you, uh, and what's the worst you, what's the worst thing you faked? Have you ever faked being dead? <laughs> have I ever faked being dead? What a question. No, I've never faked being dead. Well, I hope so. That's the answer. The worst thing I've ever faked. What have you faked? Illness? Uh, I've faked illness. Everyone's faked illness, haven't I? I haven't. Mm. No. Nah. Boy, boy, you never heard the boy who cried wolf? I have I heard learned my boy. lesson. Yeah. How did you learn that? That was me. <laughs> I'll go uh, the worst wolf! thing I've faked. Wolf! I've faked IDs before. Oh, yeah. I, I used Microsoft Paint, right? In, <laughs> probably in about, I don't know, it would have been about 2005 or something. Yeah. To make myself two years older than I was. So I scanned in my passport like a high quality for as high quality for 2005 as you can. Yeah. And uh, because I was born in 1989, I just uh well made myself one year old. I I copied and pasted the 8. Yeah. Over the 9. Yeah. And zoomed in really far so you couldn't really see and printed it out, right? Yeah. Took it with me to the bar and I was like, "Here's my ID. Obviously I didn't want to bring my real passport." Might lose it. You don't want to take your passport to the pub. And the security guard was like, nice one, mate. That's a good idea. This is a good scan. In you go. He was like complimenting me on my, my fastidiousness Fraud. of providing good quality ID. If only he'd have known. Yeah. He'd it, probably it, let you in anyway, wouldn't he? Entirely fraudulent. I'd, I'd done a similar thing with um, bus tickets, passes, mm-hmm. bus passes. You used to be out at the carbon writing. You used to be able to, if you were very clever, rub it out. Ah. And you could change the date and extend the date on it. Well. Um, but you could get carried away and the bus driver's like, you you haven't bought a two-year <laughs> bus pass. That's, Ten years in prison for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, so I just, to get out of it, I just pretend to be dead. Yeah, fair enough. And so I didn't do school for four years. Come back four years later. I was dead. <laughs> yeah. You were dead, yeah. So, um, you went and just chilled out in Africa for a bit, didn't you? In the Congo. Yeah. 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 Because that's where I'm originally from. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, of course. In fact, this yeah. story isn't... No, it's not about me. Anyway, yeah. Naughty. Don't pretend to be dead, you bastard. That is bastardly, yeah. It's getting longer, that, isn't it? It is a bit longer. It's longer. Every, um... shall I, that was a bit deep. Shall I, shall I lighten the mood a little bit? Lighten the mood a bit. Um, did you hear about the steward who scored a goal with a dildo but, um, <laughs> in the Lincoln City versus Charlton game? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So With a dildo? Yeah. A I, steward? A steward did, yeah. Because I think it was half time. You've got to be prepared for something sexual at all times, haven't you? Exactly, yeah. Even um, if you're stewarding a game. So, first of all, someone t- took a dildo to the football match. Right. That happened. Oh, it wasn't the steward still, though. No, I don't think it was his. No. <laughs> he says, whose is it? She says it's not hers, and I believe yeah. it. What am I doing with this? Yeah. In here? So yeah. it ended up on the pitch. So someone threw a dildo, or yeah, right. you know, or someone was rifling, you know, you go, oh, love, can I get my phone out of your bag? And he went, mm. what's this? And, mm. found, and just lobbed it. In disgust. Pitch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, dildo on the football pitch. 
Um, Stuart, they're all laughing, going, oh, there's a dildo on the pitch. Stuart comes over to get rid of it. Mm. But instead of getting rid of it, he d- not, uh, nudges it a few times with his foot right. and then boots it into the goal. And everyone cheers. <laughs> What a legend! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I like to I think, think he that... got promoted, right, to to referee. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. that's quite a leap. <laughs> linesman first. Yeah, brilliant. Does that the, is that how that <laughs> Stuart linesman referee? Stuart, and then hopefully next week maybe I'll be referee. <laughs> well, I don't think that's how it works, Steve. Yeah. Well, you don't know. How you it works, don't know, you know the right? hierarchy here. I mean, mate. Do you even know the rules? I know the bloody rules. <laughs> Goal. Uh, no goal. Yeah, miss. That's a miss. Yellow card. You yeah. get a yellow card if you miss. Yeah, sim bin for ten minutes. That's right. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if I untuck my shirt, I have to send myself off. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. But fancy that—a dildo in the in the goal. I thought you were going to say that the the dildo was in play whilst the game was on, and the ball hit the dildo like the Liverpool balloon thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's actually even better. Maybe it was. I mean, I didn't actually read the article. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Always read ahead. No, it just says uh, it was thrown onto the pitch. Um, yeah, thrown onto the pitch. Maybe it was during the game. That's that's, uh, that's all we need to... So I, show you, to, uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just cheering him on. The steward clapped, uh, capped it off by wheeling away and celebrating with one hand in the air like Anastasia. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like the famous uh, North East striker, Alan Sugar. Sugar Lake. Yes. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> So, uh, it's come that time. Yeah. For a little bit of Halloween stories from the past. Spooky. You can hear it. Yeah, it's going to come. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. Clearly. Yeah. History, is it? Well. L'histoire, as the French say. So, um, you know, you know when you're at school in the 80s. Right, was, we were both in the school in at school in the eighties, weren't we? Obviously, you know, in the big curly hair, via you know Walkmans, cassette tapes. Mm, yeah, you're a bit older you than know. me. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you know the the sort of tight sports clothing, and the you know everyone was wearing like sort of tennis gear. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, and you you go to high school, wouldn't you? And you wait, wait, we go to high know, school. You get you go to you have a locker in the in the corridor. It's just like in all those American movies, you know, Ferris Bueller and shit. You know. And but you know, when you go to high school, it's not. I didn't go to high school. It's not America. No, that's what I'm saying. It is America, isn't it? It's like when you go to high school, you know, and um, yeah, you just like you, you, you don't sleep very well. You go home and you know, you're getting bullied and shit's going bad. You go home and and you go to bed and you just um, you know you're just really tired. You go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but you, go to, you said that you go to go, bed. go to bed because you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, you wake up. Um, but you feel a bit weird and you're really cold and it's really dark and you realise you're just lying on this like metal grate on the floor and you're woken up and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm having a nightmare. I'm having a nightmare. Yes, that's right? how it's very, always, yeah. that's how I always stress that I'm having a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, you, you're cold and you, you stand up and you're wearing the same clothes, you're in your, like, your gym clothes and it's like, it's really weird. And you, you, you're in some sort of factory, like an oil refinery. Not in your pyjamas. There's, there's steam, no, no, no. There's steam coming out of these pipes. There's a big red hot pipe. You start moving. This pipe's really low. You're crouching under them. One of them's so hot, you just you can God. feel it from. Yeah, I can feel it. It's awful. Now. It's frightening. It's dark, Dave. Right? Yeah. And you hear this like <laughs> metal on metal scratching sound. Oh, scratching. It's okay. echoing through the halls of this like oil like, refinery factory thing. Like a knife and fork on a yeah on a metal on a, plate on another knife and fork. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah so. <laughs> Just cutlery, basically. <laughs> You're describing cutlery. And uh, at the end of the corridor, you see this this rimmed hat and it's this Michael Jackson. Slightly <laughs> now I'm scared. Slight- and I'm a child. Exactly. You're Fucking a child hell. in the eighties. Yes. Uh, and it's this rimmed hat, sort of start to come around the corner. I'll do whatever you want me to do, Mr. It's Jackson. Like, it's weird, sort of. Stri- I think he was a striped T-shirt or something, and his face is all like gore, and he's got blades on the end of his fingers. He's Wolverine. And he starts sort of walking towards you and he's it's going, It's Hugh Jackman. David, like that. Was it a sloth um, from the Goonies? It's, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no dogs allowed. It's kind of like that. Right, uh, okay. Snoopy as well. Yeah. Uh, and he's walking towards you slowly, you know, and you're running away, but you can't run very fast. You can't, and you turn around the corner 
And suddenly he's there in front of you again. He's like, trousers. How did he get, there's two How of did them. He get there? There's two of How them. How did he get there? And you turn around, you run back the other way, but you see this little nook in the wall and you manage to crawl through there and you go, and you're like, like a little mouse. Come out the other side and like, I'm safe. But he's there again. He's right oh, in front of you. And you run sad. away. You run away some more through some smoke and then you fall down this thing and you're tumbling and you're tumbling. And then you come out in this like little, like weird old office. Right. right. And there's this chair in the corner facing away from you, yeah. looking into a fireplace. And it's got yeah. this, you just see this white hair. Um, it's not Jimmy Savile. And he t- <laughs> Jesus, they're all out tonight. And he turns around and he goes, <laughs> No, <they're> no. <laughs> I was a mole listener. And, and he goes, Welcome to history. Oh, well, why didn't you say that was what you were doing? <laughs> you that terror. Was, that was an amalgamation of probably about three horror movies from the 80s. Hey, very good, uh, yeah. very good reference for horror, Halloween and horror and all that. Well, it's my pleasure. Did you ever suffer from nightmares? I remember some weird dreams, but I don't ever. I never woke up like cold sweats, actually frightened kind of thing. I woke up like confused and slightly distressed. You do that most not days. in like a scared way. Exactly. I don't know where I am. I um. I used to get very <laughs> bad nightmares, waking up screaming. Oh really? And I used to dream that I was being stretched. That's troubling. Yeah. Mm. Like on a rack. Kinda. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Shall and I, do I was. This, uh... And I was small. So I'm starting to think maybe it did happen and I was just reliving it. Now, this is um, a conversation for a professional. Um, professional what? Leg rubber. Shall I do the mystery corner? Yeah. Oh, yeah, history corner. Hey, yes. Welcome to history yeah, corner. We're here. Sit down on me. So, Ooh. the year is 1878. Yeah. I mean, let me just... Okay, I'm there. 1878. The year in which the great Franz Franz Reichelt was born. Franz Reichelt. Reichelt. German fella. German fella, born in Wegstertl, in the kingdom yeah. of what was then the kingdom of Bohemia, which was part Sounds of... Sounds cool. <laughs> There's lots of Bohemians around, you know, long right. hair and Welcome like... Welcome to yeah. the kingdom. Hey, now. man. They got like sunglasses with like marijuana leaves on them and stuff. Yeah, they're like, just chill mm. out, man. It's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have some cow gummy. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was Wegstattel uh, was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, right? As well, so we're talking that sort of time across borders. Yeah, yeah, amalgamation. Franz Reichelt moved to Paris in 1898, uh, where he opened a successful dressmaking business. Nice. So he was a kind of tailor, right? Mm. And this day was the dawn of the aviation age, right? Where humans were like, actually, we can build flying machines. Yeah. Okay, now you're talking, now you're talking. Uh, which brought, of course, the inevitable accidents, lots of accidents, coupled with a growing mm. interest in safety, aviation safety, Yeah. Uh, most notably in the d- development of an effective parachute. Ah, uh, yes. Uh-huh. We talked. We were talking about parachuting a few weeks ago. Sure. We were, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some parachutes had already been developed, Dave, but they used a fixed design, so they, they were just fixed open. So you couldn't just sort of jump out of a plane. So how would you... Well, that's when you need a parachute, isn't it? Yeah, so I guess it was the kind of uh, thing that... Jump it, off a cliff? It was developing the idea, but it had absolutely no practical use. Okay, so you you'd know. have to have the parachute out, ready. Well, the parachute was only out and ready. So that, was were... it. <laughs> that was it. So it's only good for jumping off of things. Yep. Yeah. In a pre-planned manner. Right. Yeah. Uh, but by 1910, a revolutionary new parachute that could open when jumping from an aircraft was in desperate need. Yes, it was desperate. All desperate right. need. Yeah. Reichelt became interested in parachutes. Right. Yeah. And created design, a design with foldable silk wings, mm. which uh, sort of packed up into, a, into a, like a, a long coat. Right. Uh, but it weighed 70 kilograms. Ooh, well, that's more than your average man. Mm, well, Not really. Well, Child. I'm a lot more than that, so don't, don't say Speak that. Speak for yourself. Can I, I just ask, yes. I'm guessing that the main use of a parachute mm. in this time would have not been leisure, it would have been combat. Yes. Thank to you. stop the death of aviators and passengers, I guess. Right. Yes. yes. Oh, yes, and emergencies, of course. In emergencies. Yeah. Um, so, Reichelt conducted tests on dummies... As in, not like thick humans, but, you know, test dummies. No. Yeah. yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, from the fifth floor of his building. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, quite high. 
None were successful. No, not high enough. No. Reichelt refined his design to below 25 kilograms, so he cut a lot down. Oh, he's you know. good. But his test but was... There was no parachute. It was, in the, <laughs> it was just a rucksack. <laughs> really heavy coat. <laughs> yeah. But his tests were still unsuccessful, and his dummies fell heavily to earth. Ah. Okay. Mm. L'Est Eclair, which is some sort of publication, oh. L'Est Eclair, reported that in 1911 he had personally jumped from a height of 8 to 10 metres at Joinville with his, with his coat design mm. the attempt failed but a pile of straw helped him escape injury oh good he so had, he had a bit of an out if it didn't go well well yeah, he must have known le matin reported an attempt at nogent from a height of eight meters that resulted in a broken leg oh snap so Ouch. he was his confidence in his uh coat foldable silk wings parachute suit thing was growing despite the fact that he had no evidence that it was getting any better. Right, okay. Yeah. 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 Reichelt attributed the failures of his designs to the short drop distances. Oh dear, I can see where this is going. <laughs> over which he had conducted his test. And so Reichelt sought out a real test. <laughs> okay, as in a real test out of an aeroplane? Mm, not quite. Off of a month. He lived in Paris and he was looking for a oh, real test. Okay. And in 1891, well, so 1910, he was like, hmm. That Eiffel Tower's big, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not really being used for much? Nah. I'll jump off it. No one... <laughs> you predicted exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Reichelt announced to the press in early 1912 that he had finally received permission from the police and would shortly conduct... conduct what did you say? What did you, don't question it. Who was it? You were from, I don't know, the, the police? It was, no, it was the police. Oh, right. Yeah, he was, said it like it was a question. I didn't... Use it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> permission to conduct an experiment from the Eiffel Tower to prove the value of his invention, which up to this point had zero value because it wasn't. It was just a stupid coat. I always got a lot of straw. Yeah. On Sunday, the fourth of February at seven a.m., he arrived at the tower early. Then, yeah, before the rush, I guess. No, that's it. <laughs> got to beat the traffic, otherwise, exactly. You know, it's a nightmare. That really hard that roundabout they have. Yeah, big, yeah, ridiculous. Already wearing his parachute suit, Good. Well, turned up dressed for it. Good. The police gave permission to Reichelt on the basis that he would be conducting a dummy drop mm. and that under no circumstances would he be making the jump himself. Uh, so he's he's, uh, he's sort of... Jumped he's put, he's the pulled, gun. He's pulled the wool out of their eyes. He has he, a little bit, bit yeah. yeah. Silk, but... Yeah. His friends desperately tried to dissuade him, but Reichelt waved to the gathering crowd at the foot of the tower saying, Abiento, which means see you soon. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. See you... Soon at my funeral. Mm, yeah. Now he's German-ish, uh, Austro-Hungarian, uh, but he was been living in France. There's a quote from him here. Shall I? What accent shall I choose? Slang, slang, slang. Uh, I want to try the experiment myself and without the trickery, as I intend to prove the worth of my invention. You are going to see how my 72 kilos and my parachute will give your arguments the most decisive of denials, yeah? Yeah. Now get down. Get down to the chopper. I need a chopper. Yes, get it, me one now. They're not invented. Ah, ah. That's him putting on his... Yeah, it's, it on. It's, it's silk. It's heavy. Yeah. yeah. At 8.22 on the tower's first deck, around 57 metres above the ground, Reichelt placed one foot on the guardrail, <gasps> hesitated for about 40 seconds. Well, that's quite hesitation. Then leapt outwards. Oh. All right. Fuck. His parachute, which had seemed to be only half open, so he sort of half opened it out before right, doing the jump. To get ready. It folded around him almost immediately, and he fell for a few seconds before striking the frozen soil at the foot of the tower. Dead? La Petite Parisien reported that his right leg and arm were crushed, his skull and spine broken, and that he was bleeding from his mouth, nose, and ears. So dead then. Le Figaro noted that his eyes were wide open and dilated. Still dead. He was dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is, uh, there was uh, two cameras. Did someone go, it went really quiet and then someone go, did, did it work? <laughs> you move quickly. Is that, was, is that, was that supposed to go like that? <laughs> because you look dead. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly dead. Hello? <laughs> His eyes are open. He must be able to see me. Uh, he's bleeding from his mouth. Oh, that's he just cut his lip. That's it. He bit his tongue on the way down. <laughs> yeah. Why is it northerners? Don't know. Yeah, yeah so there, there was two cameras there. There was a camera on the observation deck and a CCTV watching him like 
desperately psyching himself up to go CCTV. <laughs> and then there was one at ground level, a wide shot, watching him fall. Oh, have you got the video? I everyone... can show you afterwards. Oh, I don't want to see it. And I, I, everyone listening to this should go and just YouTube Franz Reichelt or the Flying Belgian. I don't know why they call them Belgian. It's not really flying, is it? Not exactly. Just landing. Uh, it's not even Toy Story flying with that's style, not even, is That's it? not a good nickname. The yeah. Landing Belgian. The Landing Belgian. No, the Falling Belgian. Falling Belgian. That's yeah. better, yeah. Um, it's quite horrific. I mean, you're watching someone die, but it's also really funny that this suit, it looks like it looks like he's wearing an organ, this thing. It's so he so kind of got cocooned in it. Like no, a... it, just, it just completely went above him. It kind of opened out. But in the video, if you slow it down, and it's seen somewhere, it slows it down. You can see this man with a couple of like bits of material coming off him, and then this big suit opened out above, and he's just falling at terminal velocity. And if you listen really carefully, you can hear him going, "Oh, scheiße. A scheiße. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Pretty much dead. Yeah. There's not. A, I mean, he did. What, he died doing what he loved. He did. Well, no, he didn't love falling. But he did love it. I mean, he seemed to. With the amount of stupid tests that didn't work. And he went through a series of tests and none of them worked. He's like, yeah, I must so jump he did from 57 metres. 5 metres, 8 metres, 57 metres. Without imagine. a success. No. Yeah, so. And there's your Halloween history corner. That was a good one. Thank not, you. Not lot about the bod- bodily functions or fluids or anything like or that. Or banging an ice pick through someone's eye socket into yeah, their brain. Just falling to your death. Yeah, sure. Okay. Perfect. Duly noted. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Last week was a little bit too... Yeah. I don't, they just leave me with a funny taste in my mouth. <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat while you're doing it then. Uh, yeah. Do it. Yeah, no. Yeah, actually, right. Next. Punderful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. Oh. Oh. Well, surprise, surprise, what is the theme for puns this week, Joe, Sif? The theme is Halloween. Spooky. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, okay. You've just got to have confidence in I it, because I'll put it in oh, afterwards. I know you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, Halloween and football. Footballers. Mm, footballers. Uh, all of mine are footballers, yes. Good. Okay. Go for it. Sebastian Halloween. Oh, that's good. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, describe it. Yeah. I don't want to make you jump, but what about Yakubu? Ah! ah, I got you. Jesus Christ! Got you. Very got good, you. very good. Thank you. Pumpkin Douglas. Ah, oh, do you know what? I was so desperate for a pumpkin. <laughs> I really was. You don't have one? No. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a victory for me, isn't it? I've got um, ex-Fulham defender Tim Scream. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like Thanks. it. I like it. Thanks. Fabian Scare. <laughs> yes. Is it? I don't know. Is it Cher? Yeah, something like Scare. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Satan Baines. Oh, I've got that one. Oh, have you? But it's very good. It is good, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, it rhymes good. perfectly. It's, it rhymes, yeah. This one's... And that is his nickname. Is it? <laughs> Satan. They call it, it's on the pitch called Satan. Yeah. All right, Satan. Romelu Nosferatu. Romelu Nosferatu, Lukaku. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, <laughs> Paul Skulls. 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 Yeah. You know, oh. so like a skeleton's yeah. head. Oh, yeah. The head of a skeleton. Yeah, okay. But yeah. it works better if you say skulls. Skulls. I like yeah. it. Gary and Phil Devil. <laughs> That's good. I've got a devil one as well. Casper <laughs> um, the Friendly Ghost Schmeichel. Oh, yeah. But, uh, nice. Yeah. It's not like scary. A, not a scary Halloween but, thing, but, but it's a ghost. A ghost so. Put a Tiago silver stake through the heart of a vampire. <laughs> I told you I had a sentence one. Stretchy, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jack Ghoulish. <laughs> the Charlie Adams family. Yes! Good films. Yeah. John Terrified. <laughs> Harry Quagmire. Harry Quagmire. Maguire. Harry, Harry Quagmire. Quagmire. Mm. Like, a, like a horrible swamp, isn't it? A quagmire. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Mm, whatever. Well, don't... just. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there are other people laughing. Yeah. You listen carefully. Oh, yeah. You can hear them. Mm. Yeah. Robin Vampiracy. <laughs> Robin Vampiracy. Vampiracy. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I like that. Harry Firewinks. Harry Firewinks. <laughs> Firewinks. <laughs> Fireworks. Yeah. That's bonfire night. Do you, 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 <laughs> come on. You've been really fucking picky you with don't me. You have fireworks tonight. at Halloween. Yeah, I mean, you sparklers, you burn shit. That's it's, bonfire night. Yeah, but you mix the two together. 
Okay. <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> Devil Southall. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've just got Benjamin Mendy. Benjamin Mendy? Mm. Oh, right. Okay, just because yeah. of... He's a fucking nightmare, Because of recent he? actions. He's a nightmare. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Javier Monster Mascherano. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. That was fun. There's your puns. Yeah. yeah. We'll do one next week for Bonfire Night, and uh, maybe you can do some Halloween ones for that. I could do, yeah. <laughs> 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 I done you there, didn't I? I done you. So done me. Well, that, so done. That was good. Um, I was going to mention something. Can't remember what it was. Don't worry about it. Important stuff, yeah. I expect. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, your your latest um, fortnightly episode of Round the Back. Yeah. With yeah. me, Joseph Reeve. And me, David Hannafian. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. We never do this, do we? No, we don't. No, let's, I, not, let's not do it. Can I squeeze in a Patreon? Yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah. Our one. Yeah. Not anyone else's. Yeah. Done it. Mm. Good. We've got one. We've got one. Patreon forward slash round the back. Um, you can you can give some money to us to help us be ad free and free free. We won't use it for curry. And free of free of shit. That's no, definitely illegal, is it? No curry or paying family members. That you can't do that. I don't think so. No, no one's gonna. No one's gonna say, are they? <laughs> no one's gonna. Know. No one's gonna want to give if if we they know we're just gonna spend it on curry. Well, what are we gonna spend it on then? Keeping ourselves ad free and covering costs of our internet and our. What costs are these? The ones that are coming out of my Studio. bank account. Studio hire, yeah. running the website, yeah, yeah, costs money. Social media, oh. we've got to pay the social media manager, yes, Marcus, yeah. Marcus, the social media manager. Did we get rid of Chris then? Christopher's gone. Oh, okay, um, Christopher, because he's. I didn't like. He was called Christopher Robin. It freaked me out. So now we've got Marcus Bent. <laughs> uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.